You're listening to the Zipline Logistics Truck Yeah podcast, where we explore all kinds of hot topics in the logistics industry. Get ready to learn, laugh, and get your freight on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Zipline Logistics podcast. My name is Jesse Jewett. Joining with me as always, our Director of Training and Development, Teddy Lee Knox. Teddy, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Wonderful. How are you? Really well, thank you. We're talking feet and footwear (laughs) today. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Um, Well, I think there's different classifications of shoes. I own one pair of tennis shoes. That's it. Wow, good for um, you. I have four pairs of flats and four pairs of heels and two pairs of summer shoes. Okay. So I, I don't really feel like, I, oh, I have a pair of boots. So we're, we're at 12. Yeah, so yeah. maybe, let's say 15. You have Peloton shoes? Oh, yeah, 16. <laughs> but those are, those are like part of the bike. Sure, <laughs> okay, sure, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I own quite a few pairs of shoes. So I'm, I, I'm probably at 20. Uh, I have at least... Five pairs of golf shoes, um, several tennis shoes, a lot of boots for shoveling snow, etc. But so different shoes for different activities, occasions. Obviously, you know, we were talking about it before we started recording, but there is an element of fashion over function. Mm -hmm. You want to, well, it should be function over fashion, but a lot of times it's fashion over function. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember my days when I used to navigate the trade shows for a while there i would be wearing like you know very thin soled uh dress shoes and then you know you walk around on that for eight hours at a trade show and your feet are really hurting by the end of the day yeah uh so tried to get a new nicer pair of tennis shoes with a little more comfort there yeah my husband has a pair of shoes for when he's in the car like driving sure and then a pair to change into once he's done driving whatever we're going to. So like he'll drive in shoes to dinner and then put on new shoes for dinner. And That's I just, dedication. I think, I think it's bizarre. Does he rotate them? Yes. Okay. He definitely owns more shoes than I so do. So that's good. And my kids have more shoes than both of us combined. Right. Well, that's just natural. They grow out of them like in 10 minutes. Very, very quickly. So why are we talking about this? We're talking about this because just like other consumer packaged goods, items, shoes are no different. Mm-mm. Right? We need to make <laughs> our footwear brands need to make sure they're putting their best foot forward. Yes, they are. Wow. <laughs> so, what does that mean? That means on time delivery in full, right? Mm-hmm. A couple stats 2023 global footwear market, 445 billion US dollars. Largest shoe brand, Teddy. Nike? Nike, yeah. They're a big dog. Mm. Big one. Big dog. Big dog. Um, Average American owns 20 pairs of shoes. Wow. I mean, that sounds crazy, but it actually sounds pretty standard, too. Like, I can easily see that going over it. Uh, Yes. As we said, we're we're definitely hitting those numbers. Um, So let's talk about compliance, on-time delivery in full, okay? Mm -hmm. 3% 3% chargebacks on some retailers mm-hmm. if you don't meet on-time delivery in full. That's the value of the actual yeah. 
order, right? Not uh, uh, or the value of the total. Like, like the cogs. Correct. So cost the, of goods sold. Yep. Yes, exactly. And I I feel like all facilities do a little bit differently, but I always wonder if you are late and not in full, are you getting a charge on both of those things, or are you just getting a charge on one? Because if like they're both negative marks. So if you're late and then you also don't have everything you do, you're getting a very hefty charge for that versus mm -hmm. just having the one. So that's, I think, where it's really important to have someone else having your back to make sure, like, which, which lesser of all evils do you go for? Right. When you're, when you're in this situation where you either have an inventory issue, a, you know, I guess, supply issue, facility issue, which one do you go for? And I think that's... A big problem for sure yeah let's talk about dollars okay okay on-time delivery impacting gross profit mm -hmm. okay a, sh a shoe brand a footwear brand annual revenue of a million dollars on-time delivery in full is 77 percent that translates into a gross profit of three hundred and forty six thousand five hundred dollars same revenue company, a million dollars, on-time delivery of 95% translates into $427,500 of gross profit. So we're talking about $81,000 pure margin just by delivering on time mm -hmm. and in full, okay? That's a pretty significant impact. That when you, Huge. You talk about that big of a chunk of pie, it should or why we talk about it frequently is the discussions around $1,200 on a truckload versus $1,095 on a truckload Yeah, should start, you know, you're stepping over, what's that saying? You're stepping over dollars to pick up a penny. Yeah. Right. Let's not focus in on the small costs. Let's look at the big, big picture. Right. Yeah. I think with that too, something that's really important is we talked about involuntary sampling before. Sure. And this also goes into that. So yes, you could be having that certain percentage charge on top of your product, but then also if you don't get it there on time and someone goes in to buy the shoe, it's not available. They do the other one. It's different than involuntary sampling of a granola bar. Right. They're actually wearing it and they are now walking advertisement for that other brand. Sure. And social media is so big right now there's influencers that may say something like this wasn't on the shelf wasn't available so yep. i got this isn't it better and now all of a sudden they're influencing other people who bought that brand to buy this one even though now it's on the shelf right but it doesn't matter because someone else put it out there they advertise so it's it's involuntary advertisement now as well that's a really great call out. I was just thinking about the frequency that you buy shoes, right? Yeah. Too. You mentioned that in kind of your granola bar example, but obviously if you're a snack food, you don't have the, the, the snack that you want on Monday this week. Maybe it's two weeks before you go back to kind of reload on that snack. Yeah. With shoes, you're talking six months, a yeah. year, maybe longer before you go back to buy um, the tennis shoes or the hiking boots that you're interested in. Exactly. And now all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're extending that, um, that involuntary sampling that you mentioned. So, and you broke these shoes in. They're comfortable now. So you're going to buy them again because it's easy. Right. You can just order them offline. And so I feel like it is so much more dangerous for certain CPG brands to overlook this long-term. Like yeah. you said, that, in, that investment. Right. It's, it's a bigger issue. 
it's not bought as quickly. For some people, I don't know. <laughs> some people right. may go out daily and buy new shoes, or they may want to wait. It just depends. But again, why take that chance? So how can Zipline help with that? Oh, in so many ways. Sure. <laughs> in so many ways. I think um, one thing that Zipline does really well is that we're not just looking at one piece of the supply chain. And we have so many tools and resources and people involved to make that so simple that anyone is able to see the big picture mm -hmm. and allow you to actually put that those KPIs and goals into play, something that you can actually see. Um, I think that being able to see that way and using the zip line difference of a consultative approach yep. makes a big difference. I mean, a lot of people, we've mentioned it before, see logistics as something simple. It's point A to point B. Right. And there are a lot of companies that are simple, point A to point B. But we have the ability to be so much more if people are into it, if people are, are welcome to it. Yeah. Um, the tools, the people, and the expertise to complete um, our role and assist with our customers, which is huge. Yeah. So I think that is one of the biggest zipline differences is that we can actually help with strategy and execution and keep that goal continuing rather than just point A to point B. Right. Definitely the proactive versus the reactive approach. Much much easier way to say it. Right. <laughs> um, you know, getting a, getting a PO on the board quickly, reaching out and scheduling those delivery appointments so we secure the ones that we want that will, will benefit our customers mm -hmm. uh, the best to set ourselves up for success, to actually make it desirable for our carrier partners to pick up and deliver on time. Mm -hmm. um, problem solving, obviously our proprietary software Canopy, um, which helps identify those KPIs, drill down into cost per pallet, cost per uh, case if you need to, cost yeah. per mile, cost per shipment, um, when's the right day to ship a, a particular lane. Uh, there's all sorts of things that uh, we can kind of uncover, peel back the layers of the onion, if you will, yeah. to make it um, the most efficient and productive supply chain for our customers. One of my favorite things about Canopy with that specifically is the comparison. Mm -hmm. It's really easy to compare a current period with two different things, so different modes or different receivers. So for example, you have your big box retailer, but then you also have your final mile or direct to store deliveries. Yep. Yep. And being able to compare those and make them more efficient together is really important. So you have your different goals per receiver, you know, maybe even per um, region. And then you can compare those things to make them both more efficient, which makes your data more dynamic. Match them up and yeah. drive some synergy. Yes. All sorts of <laughs> buzzwords in our... <laughs> episode today anything else that we're missing around footwear i don't think so i mean i obviously we could talk about this one for a while <laughs> since we all we've just went over that we have hundreds of shoes <laughs> yes. in our houses exactly yeah i yes i think it's silly to not view logistics as an investment 100 percent. that's why we're here yep we're ready to make an impact the zip line difference yep improving the lives of transportation professionals. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us in another episode of the Zipline Logistics Podcast. We'll catch you next time.